Thank you, Henry. I'm honored to be up here this third week of Advent and speak about this topic of joy and what it means to have joy and specifically the joy of the shepherds. What does that look like and what does that mean? But before I do that, I want to pray. I want to pray. Father God, we thank you. Dear Lord, we thank you for your presence. The greatest gift you could ever give us. The whole reason we celebrate Christmas in the first place is because you gave us the gift of your presence. And Father, so we thank you for that. We acknowledge that. We pray now, Lord God, that you open up our ears, our hearts, in our minds so that we would be able to receive exactly what you want us to receive in these next few moments in Jesus precious and mighty name we pray amen come on shout amen amen 
the joy of the shepherds. First, let me start with this. This is for the person in the room who might be like eighth grade CJ. Eighth grade CJ, who is some who would sometimes sit in class and the teacher could be going over a math problem or something like that on a board. And as she's writing on the board, you know, it's one of those, one of those, I, I don't know what I, Listen, I wasn't a good math guy, so I'm not sure if it was algebra or geometry, whatever it was, it was possibly both. But they would put it on the board, and as she flies through it, she gets to the point where she asks, does everybody get it? And everybody in the class say, yeah, but honestly, I didn't get it. But since everybody said, yeah, I didn't want to be the one to raise my hand and say I didn't, I'm going to just sit here, okay. Why am I saying that? Because when it comes to Advent, I know there's somebody in the room who was like me who had no idea what Advent was all about. You probably, like me, grew up in a Christian household. Maybe you didn't, but I grew up in a Christian household, so it wasn't the fact that I, I had no idea about church or I had no idea about Jesus. We just never spoke about Advent. I never... It just never came across. It wasn't until about two or three years ago, to be quite honest with you, that I got onto this idea of Advent and started learning about what it was. And you know what it reminded me? It reminded me when I was younger, growing up in a Christian household. And when I tell you my household was Christian, it was like really Christian. It wasn't like, like, like sometimes Christian. We was like in church three, four times a week Christian. The, the type of Christian where I couldn't watch nothing on TV. The only things I could watch on TV was the Knicks and Bible tapes. That's the only thing I was able to watch. And sometimes I laugh with Josh. We talk about some of the Bible tapes we used to watch. I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with Salty, the singing songbook. That was a classic. And I don't know, a lot of people really not familiar with this next one. But to me, this, this was bigger in my house than, than Salty. It was the Donut Man. Y'all know the Donut Man, Rob Evans? Like my whole, they said, no, I, I, I'm going to get y'all a tape. We're going to watch it in children's church next week. The Donut Man, Rob Evans. My whole theology was built on a Donut Man. It was wild. But I grew up in that, that, that real like Christian type household. And so here's the, we never spoke about Advent. But we would sing songs like, 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 Jesus is the reason for the season, yeah. And we, there you go, who know that? Oh, yes, he is, yeah. Like, that was, we used to sing songs like that before I had any idea of what Advent was. But can I tell you, over these last two, three years, as I began to study Advent and learn more about what it was, I look back at the song and I say, man, the song, Jesus is the reason for the season, can kind of sum up what Advent is really all about. It's all about Jesus. It's all about this waiting and this expecting the coming of this King, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. That's what this is all about. And so with that frame of mind, as I look at week three of Advent, the first week was hope, the second week was peace, and this week is joy, joy of the shepherds. And I'm going to get into what does that mean 
And what does that look like? But before I get into joy, I feel like it's important to make the distinction between joy and happy. Because there's a, a, a distinction, if you, and if we don't make that distinction, sometimes we could get the lines crossed. So really simply, happy is something that comes from external things. Something can happen. With me, I told you I'm a Knicks fan. And for some of you, you may not understand this, but when the Knicks win, I get really, really happy. Like, I get, like, happy. Like, this past season, the Knicks were the best the Knicks had been in a few decades, literally. And so we went to the second round of the playoffs, and I just happened to be in New York City for one of the games that we were in the, in the playoffs, and it was a big game that we won. And let me tell you, when we won... We shut down 7th Avenue. Like, we was outside, outside. Like, we was jumping up and down. We was on top of cars. Yes, this is Pastor CJ on top of cars. Like, just screaming, let's go. Like, we, we, you would have thought we won a championship already. I don't know what it is with us Knicks fans. But we were happy. But if you know anything about the Knicks, You know it's not long before they lose. <laughs> and so while we enjoyed that moment, about two weeks later, the Knicks had lost and were eliminated from the playoffs. And that happy feeling had left. And it, it almost got bad. But then something else kicked in. It's this thing called joy. See, what happens with joy is joy, joy comes no matter what's happening on the outside. Your favorite sports team could win or lose. The relationship might not be going how you want it to go. You might not get the promotion on the job and you might not be happy, but happy is not a requirement for joy. Everything around you may look like it's falling apart, but you can still have joy. Joy, joy is steady. Joy says, you know what, I know the doctor's report The doctor's report wasn't good, but there's still something on the inside that's anchoring me. And I'm still content because I know there's a God in heaven. I got joy. So I feel like it's important for me to make that distinction before we go into the joy of the shepherds. Because I, I need you to get this. In Luke chapter 2, I'm going to start at verse 4. It says this. It says, so Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea. I know you can't see it on the screen, but just follow me. Into Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were both there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Now, before I go into verses 8 through 11, I want to pause for a second. I have to pause because I have to frame these next few verses. I feel like too often we read these next few verses and we don't give it the emphasis that it deserves. What I'm about to read in these next few verses, verses 8 through 11, is at this point in time, the point in time this 
this announcement happened, it was the single biggest announcement in human history. The announcement that I'm about to read, there had been no, like, I like to say, like, low key, if you're not really paying attention, high key, if you're really paying attention, this is the biggest announcement in human history to date. There's probably only one announcement that comes about 33 years after this moment that's bigger than this announcement. The announcement that comes 33 years after is the announcement that he is risen. And we know what that means for us. And so that, that announcement is probably the biggest announcement of all time. But before he is risen, the shepherds get an announcement. Here's the announcement that was the biggest at the time. The announcement said this. He is here. He is here. Let me read the scripture and I'm going to frame it. Because I, I know in, in, in our context, he is here like he is here. That don't got nothing to, that don't got nothing on. He is risen. He is risen top, top two and it's not two. He is here. What does that mean? Let me read it to you. Verse eight. It says, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. They were in a little scared. They were shook. They were terrified. It says this. Where am I at? Terrified, terrified. Thank you, verse 10. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Here's the announcement. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord, a.k.a. he is here. He is here. And what made this announcement so big is it's because it's not just the fact that he was here. It's what it meant. What did it mean that he is here? Like, if you don't know, for ages it had been prophesied that, 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 that there, was, there was this king that was coming. He was coming. And may, maybe at some point for them, it's like, you know what, this was like years and years and years of he's coming years like we heard it before. But you know what he is here actually meant? He is here is like, wait a second. Who's here? Who? When they came to the shepherds, I could imagine the shepherds after they got over being terrified, they was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who? 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 The Messiah? Can't be. Gee, the Savior of the world? He, he's actually here? Where? Today? He's here. There's no way. This has been prophesied for years and years and years and years and years and, 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 and he's here. Do you know what this means? This means from here on out, everything changes. 
He is here means everything that happened before and everything that happened from this point forward takes on a whole new meaning. He is here means he kept his promise. He is here means the prophets were right. He is here means I can put all my hope and trust in him now. Because I might have been doubting. But he, he's actually here. And that wasn't the end of the story. They said, the, the, not, not just the angel, but there were more angels came. And they started singing. Glory to God in the highest. It's like, wait a second. The king is really here for real. And I have to put this in context because in order for you to understand the joy of it's here, the joy of he's here, I need to walk you through the different stages of waiting. Because I can tell some of you probably still like, all right, like he's here. You got to understand what it is. The Bible in Romans 8, and I'm going to read it from the message version a, a little bit. It likens a waiting to waiting for the birth of a child. It says this. It says, that is why waiting does not diminish us any more than waiting diminishes a pregnant mother. We are enlarged in the waiting. We, of course, don't see what is enlarging us, but the longer we wait, the larger we become and the more joyful our expectancy. The longer we wait, the larger we become and the more joyful our expectancy. See, this is why he is here with such a big deal. And it's still a big deal. I'm thinking about childbirth, childbirth mostly, you know. I just had my third child recently, but this is how it happened. As I was thinking through Advent, I started thinking through it, like literally through the birth of my child. Before you get to he's here, there's another stage of waiting. There's about two other stages of waiting that you got to go through. The first stage is this. This is the first, I'm not even calling it a stage of waiting. This is a stage of joy. First stage of joy is this. It's coming. It's coming. The shepherds were part of the, the it's coming story. This is what it's coming. It's like my, my, my wife, we were, when she first told me that we were pregnant, well, I'm saying we were pregnant. She was pregnant, but you know what I mean. She was pregnant. Here's how it happened. We had our, our regular date night. We have our date nights and we take turns planning date night and it was her turn to plan. And she did this whole TikTok date night thing. If they don't do it on TikTok, it don't count. So I'm playing with you. But it was a whole TikTok thing and it was two cards. And you know, like pick a card and whatever you pick, that's where we're going. And so it was, I picked one card and it was a restaurant that we went to. I'm like, all right, this is cool. I like this restaurant. I got me a Philly cheese steak, like extra steak, extra cheese. It was amazing. And if you know me, you know I love desserts. I didn't want to eat dessert in the same place. She knows that. She's been with me for a while. So she has two other cards for me to pick from after we're done eating. And, and I don't know what's on either card, so I pick a card. And on it, I believe it was uh, White Rabbit. I had never been there. So I'm like, all right, this is cool. Like, let's go. We went to White Rabbit, and I'm eating. Like, it's cool, we laughing or whatever. And then she pulls out two more cards. She said, here, here's two more cards. Choose one. And I pick out one card, and it says, baby number three is on the way. 
I'm like, what? I'm not going to hold you. In the moment, I kind of fumbled the ball with the reaction for the camera. It didn't go as how she planned it in mind, but inside there was this internal joy knowing that we had baby number three on the way. This is the it's coming joy. I can think about the ones who were around when the prophets were saying, hey, Jesus is coming. The Messiah is coming. The Savior of the world is coming. He's coming. He's coming. And I can see, I can imagine the joy of its coming. And as, as it's coming, is taking place, you're just waiting. You're just waiting. But there's joy in the waiting. As we just read in the scripture, there's joy in it. As a matter of fact, we start doing these things. We start doing uh, baby showers. As you prepare, because there's joy in it. And as part of the baby shower, the other thing we did, we, um, the, 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 the doctor's appointment, where they put up the x-ray. Say it again. Ultrasound. It's the ultrasound. Y'all be knowing. It's the ultrasound. So we doing this, the ultrasound. They put the ultrasound up, and they, and they scanning. Now I'm not going to hold you. I have no idea what I'll be looking at when they put up the ultrasound. Maybe it's just me. This is my third time around, and for the first two, I didn't know what they were showing me. This one, I didn't know what they were showing me. All I see is shadows and cytoplasm, and I'm looking at the screen. And they're like, they like, look at her head. I'm like, yeah. Where? They like, look at her toes, look at her fingers. I'm like, listen, I'm going to just wait to the next stage because this is pointless. I'm, I'm, I'm happy, though. Trust me. Like, this is, this is great. But I, I got to wait to the next stage because it's the it's coming stage. But then the next stage is this. It's time. It's time. See, there's the it's coming joy. And then there's the it's time joy. It's time joy is a little different. So my wife was due mid-September. We're about a week and a half, two weeks past her due date. And any of you women who have been pregnant before, you know what it is when you just want to get the baby out of you. And my wife is in that stage where she just wanted to get the baby out of her. And if my wife is in a stage where she just wants to get the baby out of her, I just want the baby to get out of her already. You know what I mean? And so we like, please, like, let's just get the baby out. And so we go to the doctor, and the doctor says this. The doctor says, okay, we're going to uh, put you on the list to have your labor induced in about two days. So over the next two days, we may call you anytime in between the hours of 8 p.m. and 10 p.m. I'm like, that's a whole year. Like, why are we, why, can we shorten the time gap? What are we doing here? They said in between the hours of 8 a.m. and 10 p.m. over the next two days, we could, we'll call you. So I'm like, all right, we go home. The first day pass, nothing, no call. I'm like, sheesh, man. Second day comes, 8 a.m. passes, 9 a.m., noon passes, 1 p.m., 3 p.m. passes, 5, 6, 7. It's 8 p.m., 8.30 comes, 9 p.m. I'm like, man, they must have forgot. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to my wife. I'm like, 
they did say that, you know, if somebody else comes and it takes priority, it's an emergency, maybe they'll push us back. Maybe that's what's happening. So we like, all right, we'll just, maybe they call us tomorrow. So I'm like, all right, let's just get in bed. She's like, all right, I'm going to go shower before I get in bed. I'm like, all right, feeling a little down, whatever, I lay down. She's like, just keep your eye on the phone just in case they call in this last hour. I'm like, all right, whatever. I lay down. Her phone is on the desk. All of a sudden, I hear bzzz. Bzzz. Her phone is on vibrate. So I go look at the phone. I see it's the hospital. I pick up the phone. The hospital is like, hello, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Cody. I'm like, yeah. They said, it's time to come in. I said, what is this? It's time? They're like, yeah, it's time to come in. My wife's in the bathroom. I'm like, my hand is shaking. Babe, come get the phone. They saying it's time. I start looking around the room. I'm like, I did this two times before, but like, what, what do I grab? The bags are packed. My wife, she's more calm than me. I'm just, she like, the bags are packed. I'm like, CJ, take a deep breath. You got to drive. I get the bags. We start driving in in my, my, in my mind, in my heart. I'm like, oh my gosh. We went from this coming to now. Now it's time. Now it's time. Now it's time. We get into the hospital, and I'm laying, and I'm sorry, but I got to walk you through the story because I need you to understand the joy of the shepherds. So we get to the hospital, and as we at the hospital, they give me one of those terrible beds that they give the dads. If you're a nurse here or something, hospital owner, we got to do something about that. We need better beds for dads while we laying in that room. Sorry, trauma. So I'm laying in the bed, and then the, the nurse walks in, and the nurse is like, nurse is like, she looks at my wife, she checks her just to see how dilated she is. She said, like, well, I think it's time we go get this baby out. I jump up off the hard bed, I'm like, oh my gosh. All right, all right, it's game time. So I'm pacing back a little bit. Then the nurse, she takes her hand and just, and She puts her hand in, and then she starts pulling a little bit, and she's like, push. And I'm just sitting there, and I'm looking. The nurse is like, oh, my gosh, look at her head. Look at her hair. And I'm peeking. <laughs> All you can do is peek. I can't, I can't, you can't look too long. It's, it's crazy. So I'm peeking. I'm like, all right, I, I see the hair. They're like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. <gasps> she's here. Oh my gosh, she's here. And they give me my daughter, and I'm holding her. And it's at this moment that I realize there was the it's coming joy that was amazing in the restaurant. There was the, it's time. I could imagine when Mary, the, in the scripture we just read, it said the time had come for the baby to be born. I could imagine the, the, the excitement of it's time. Not everybody gets the announcement that it's time. The it's time announcement is for a few. The shepherds get this announcement though. They get this announcement first. This announcement could have went to anybody in the world. 
It could have went to the high-ranking officials at the time. It could have went to the kings of the earth at the time. It came to some lowly, dirty shepherds who are just out in the field. And the angel comes to them and says, hey, relax. He's here. He is here. The savior of the world is here. The Messiah is here. The, the king that you've been waiting for is here. Everything that happened beforehand is now changed. Everything that happened before is now solidified. You can rely on him. You can trust in him. What he said was real. The game is over. And now from this day forward, your joy is complete. Your joy is for, can I tell you? He's here for the shepherds at the time. What, what that meant for them. It's not quite different at all than what it means for us. I think sometimes when we think about joy and, and what things we put our joy and our hope in, you know what? I find this so amazing. You know when Jesus and the worship team could get ready to come back out here because we're going to celebrate as we leave. We got to leave out of this place with joy. Jesus does something so amazing that only Jesus could do. After he's here and then he comes and then, you know, that he's risen. Jesus does this thing. He said, you know what? I'm going to give you my spirit. I'm going to give you my spirit. Because I'm going to prepare a place for you. And guess what? It's another announcement. He said, I'm going to run this play right back. We've seen this before. But I'm going to prepare a place for you. And I'm coming back. I'll be back. So if we pay attention, we go right back to the, it's coming. And then at some point, the trumpet is going to sound. And the clouds are going to be rolled back. And it's going to be time. And there will come a time where not long after that happens, he's going to descend. And once again, he's here. But this time when he's here, it won't be as a baby in a manger. When he's here this time, he's coming back as king. He's coming back with all authority. He's coming back with all power. He's coming back and we're going to celebrate. As a matter of fact, can we do this? The worship team, come here, Isaac. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Come here, come here, come here. Because it's one thing to know that God is faithful. To know that he's going to do what he said he's going to do. It's another thing to rejoice now like it's already happened. It's another thing to act like he is who he said he is. So I need everybody standing to your feet. Everybody stand to your feet. Everybody get up. Get up, get up. This is for the fact that he's coming again. This is for the fact that he gave us 
his son already. This is whatever you believe in God for. If God said it, it is already done. Can we sing that joy? Joy to the world. Come on. Come on. Put your hands together. Come on. Let's go. Here we go. Come on. I want you to sing it like you mean it. Sing it like God is for real. Let's go. Joyful, joyful, Lord, we adore thee. God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like. 